0: Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this message is Connect to Your Joy. On New Year's Eve of this past December, it would have been December 31st, 2021, moving into 2022, I received a prophetic word from our Father, and I believe that this is not just for me, but it's for everyone. And as I was in prayer that day, Father said to me, You have an abundance of grace within you to face every challenge and to pursue every decision that you have made to connect to your joy. Do not quote scriptures about joy. Quote scriptures about Yeshua, about grace, and about your future. Now, The kingdom of heaven, according to Romans 14, is not in eating and drinking. The kingdom of heaven is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So that we know that the true source of joy is the kingdom of Yeshua. The true source of joy is the Holy Spirit of Yeshua. And what Father was telling me in connecting to joy, to connect to your joy, quote scriptures. Well, that requires me to do something. Yes, joy comes from above. Joy comes from our Savior. Joy comes from His Spirit. And we have to connect to it. It's a responsibility that we have as born-again believers in Yeshua. The part of that prophecy that I want to talk to you about today is to connect to your joy, quote scriptures about your future. I've done podcasts recently titled, The King is Coming. The king, the great king, crowned with many crowns, Yeshua, risen from the dead, the resurrection and the life. He is waiting in heaven until the Father says to return to the earth for his bride, to return to the earth to rule, to return to the earth to bring forth complete salvation. Our king, Yeshua, is coming. That's in the future that's our future and that should produce in us great joy yeshua himself told us that before his coming things on earth would get worse there would be wars and rumors of wars there would be famines and earthquakes and nations rising against nation there would be it would be like birth pains there would be a painful time he said look up Lift up your eyes, your redemption draws nigh. And so we are living in a time where the signs are here. Israel is back in their land. All these fearful things are happening and seeming to increase. But for us as believers in Yeshua, for us whose future is certain, these are not fearful times. When Yeshua said all these signs would happen and men's hearts would fail from fear of the expectation of what's coming on the earth, he was not talking about those of us who belong to him and trust in him and are filled with his Holy Spirit. This is not a time of fear for us. This is a time of joy for us. This is a time of joy for us. Yeshua himself said this in John chapter 16, He said, in the world you will have tribulation. Take heart or be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The overcoming one, Yeshua, who overcame the grave, who overcame the devil, who overcame sin, who overcame death and is waiting to return to earth, the overcoming one is coming back for us and we will forever be with him. To connect to our joy, Let's think about and meditate on and recite scriptures about our future. To begin, uh, let me quote to you from Job chapter 19. In Job 19, I believe it's verse 25, Job said this, I know my Redeemer lives, and in the end he shall stand upon the earth. Though my skin is destroyed, this I know that in my flesh I shall see Yeshua, or Jehovah. how my heart yearns within me. That's me. He says, my Redeemer lives, my Redeemer's coming back to the earth, and I will see my Redeemer. And his heart was yearning within him. I am 58 years old, and when I was born again at 14, this yearning and this desire was imparted to me. And I'm yearning for home. I'm yearning to see Yeshua in all of his glory. I'm yearning to enter into the place that's been prepared for me for all eternity. My heart yearns within me for the day of the coming of my king. I'm not afraid of that day. This is my future, and it is certain. And maybe you have that same yearning in you. There's this quote that I think about quite often, and I'm sorry, I do don't remember who said this. It goes like this, the man who knows that his life comes from the heart of Elohim longs for home. He gazes into the unseen realm of the Spirit and rejoices for his future. Let me say that again because this is profound. The man who knows, or woman, who knows that his life comes from the heart of Elohim longs for home. He gazes into the unseen realm of the Spirit and rejoices for his future. If you're looking for joy in circumstances, if you're looking for joy coming from our media or our government or even the church down the road, you're looking in the wrong place and you're not connected in the right place. My heart is longing for home. Hopefully your heart is longing for home. And if you will gaze into the unseen realm of the Spirit you will begin to rejoice for your future. Now, let's just take a look at some Bible verses. According to that prophecy that I received to connect to my joy, I'm quoting scriptures about my future. The first one here is John 10, 27 and 28. John ten twenty seven and 28, Yeshua says this, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. The Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Here is our future, eternal life. We shall never perish. And no one can snatch us out of the hand of Yeshua. That's why I say our future is secure, it is certain. Yeshua says there, My Father who is greater than all, who is the greatest being in all of the universe? Jehovah Sabaoth, the God and Father of our Savior, Yeshua Messiah. Since we are held in the palm of His hand, since He's our Father who has redeemed us, our Father who has chosen us and restored us to Himself, our future is totally secure. And that future is eternal life. Now that brings me great joy. I am rejoicing at those words of Yeshua. He is the faithful one. The Bible says that if we're unfaithful he's still faithful and I know myself I still struggle with faithfulness. He is the faithful one. He knows me and he holds me in the palm of his hand. That is our joyful future. Then, this scripture here in Jude, Jude verse 20 to 25, and I'm looking it up because I don't quite have it memorized yet. Jude 20, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of Elohim, looking for the mercy of our Lord Yeshua Messiah unto eternal life. And on some have compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Now here's the portion that's talking about elements of our future. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. To Elohim our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Number one, our faithful God will present us faultless. Faultless. We live in a fallen world. We live in a sinful world. We live in a world where we sin, we make mistakes, we stumble. We know that we are not perfect. We know that we are not faultless. But there's coming a transition. There's a day when this body will slip off of me like an old shoe and I will be fully alive for the first time. I will be faultless and guiltless. No more shame. No more sin to struggle with. No more sin to overcome and resist. I am so looking forward to being faultless. Then the second thing he says here, before the presence of his glory. Now I've experienced the presence of Jehovah and I've experienced a measure of his glory. But this tells me that we are moving into a n- another realm of existence that we can't experience here in the flesh where we will be in the presence of His glory, like never before. I remember one time when I was out prayer walking, it was in the, I probably know, late October, early November, one of those days in Michigan that's just overcast and dark, the clouds are hanging low in the sky, and the sun is not peeking out anywhere. And I remember I was. it was in the afternoon, and I was walking west, so if the sun were to peek out, it would have been ahead of me, but there was no chance of the sun peeking out that day. And as I was walking and praying and seeking Yeshua, this, this light appeared behind me. There was a glow behind me, just like you would think the sun had come out. There was a glow all around me from behind. That's not where the sun should have been. And I looked around, That same heavy, thick cloud cover was there, and the glow was gone, but when I turned back and kept walking, the glow came back again. And I realized, I thought maybe maybe this is an angel, and then I thought, well maybe this is the glory of God. And I think it was both, all of the above. There was an angel with me, manifesting as light. The, the presence of Yeshua was with me, manifesting as light. I'll never forget that moment. And there was great joy in that moment. Now. Obviously, we don't experience that every day. Um, actually, not even very often. <laughs> but there's been other times when I've experienced the glory. Um, when someone was has been preaching and I get a download from the Holy Spirit, or when the Spirit flows through me with uh, tongues or with a prophetic word for someone, and I know it's the Spirit, and, and I, I get that. We call it the Holy Spirit Goosebumps, and I know the Holy Spirit is using me at that moment. Many times in my life, I've experienced the glory of Jehovah, and yet it's experiencing the glory in the flesh, which is limited. Part of what I'm rejoicing for in the future, what I'm yearning for in the future, is this being fully in the presence of His glory. And then the third thing there in Jude 24 is with exceeding joy. Here again, and you have to you've experienced joy. I've experienced joy in my life. I don't think I've ever experienced exceeding joy. And again, this is this is a type of joy that I believe is being reserved for us when we pass over into the heavenly realms for eternity. When my sons were born, There's joy. I remember as a child at Christmas, I remember uh, the man in prison uh, named Jeb who was totally healed when I prayed for him. Uh, I remember there's times when I'm out on a prayer walk uh, for weeks on end. There just late in the afternoon, uh, after a day of prayer, a joy comes over me because I know I'm in the perfect will of my Father. And though that's real joy, and it's something we look forward to and we love to experience. This exceeding joy that is coming is our future in heaven with Yeshua. Let me just read that verse to you again, because it is a verse that I believe we should all have memorized. Uh, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To Elohim our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen." And then, I'd like to read to you Revelation chapter 22. Three times in this chapter, Yeshua is speaking, and He says that He's coming. Revelation 22, 7, Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Verse 12, And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. And then in verse 20, He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. And even so, come, Lord Yeshua. Our Savior himself says that he is coming and he's coming quickly. Now, I've said this before. um, Yeshua's definition of quickly must be different from our definition of quickly because it's been 2,000 years, or almost, since he spoke these words. But that's not what I want to get into today. I want to get into this statement. He says, my reward is with me. As we think about quoting scriptures about the future to connect with our joy, there's reward. And there's lots of theories on what this reward is. Yeshua did say, do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where rust and moth destroy. Store up for yourself treasures in heaven where rust and moth do not destroy. So through the things that we do on the earth, we're storing up treasures in heaven. Now, just to stipulate here, we are not saved by the things that we do. Ephesians 2 and other places tell us that we are saved by grace through faith alone, not of works, lest any man should boast. This is the gift of God. So once we are saved, once we are born again, once we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the things that we do bring reward. And I don't think they earn reward. That's not grace. Grace is not something we earn. These rewards are Father's response to our faithfulness. He rewards us according to our deeds, according to our faithfulness. My own opinion and what I'm personally looking forward to as a reward, what do I think this reward is? I think this reward is the experience of heaven. The overall experience of heaven and the individual experiences of heaven. I will Look at my father face to face. I believe he's going to pick me up and set me on his lap and he's going to tell me about my life and what about my life pleased him. I will hear his voice clearly. I will see his face clearly. And he will go through, Malachi 3 talks about these books of remembrance, the book of remembrance of my life with me. What a glorious day. What a glorious, I don't know how long that might take. Then there's the experience of Yeshua, who is a man in a body. I will experience this friendship and being the bride of the bridegroom, this knowledge and this intimacy with Yeshua. That's not possible here. I will experience angels. The Bible tells us that there is an innumerable company of angels. just means man can't count them. Father, God knows how many there are angels. We get to know who they are and what they are and what they've done and and what they do. And I'm looking forward to traveling with some angels, traveling all over the new heavens and the new earth. I'm also looking forward in heaven to talking to the people that have gone ahead of us. I, I want to talk with Noah. I want to talk with Peter. I'm looking forward to look to talking to a man named Derek Prince. Derek Prince uh, was a wonderful Bible teacher, and he's mentored me, though I've never met this man. He's mentored me through videos and CDs and books. I'm looking forward to talking once again to my dad, Albert Hintz, my dad who loved me and taught me things and encouraged me. My dad who shared struggles with me and shared victories with me. I'm looking forward to seeing him again and in all of our family and all of our loved ones, this great reunion we have. Now I'm sure there are many rewards in heaven. And that's just part of what my thinking has been, the experience of it to me is a reward. These are scriptures that speak of our future. These are scriptures that enable us to connect to our joy as we look forward to this. Now, just in closing, I want to speak a word to you about faithfulness and remaining faithful and remaining focused as we wait for our King to return because generations have lived and died waiting and haven't seen the fulfillment of these prophecies generations have connected to their joy by focusing on and quoting scriptures about their future in matthew 24:45 yeshua said this who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season blessed is that servant whom his master when he comes will find so doing the servant of yeshua who is blessed when Yeshua returns is the one who's doing what Yeshua has given him to do. Every human being, every born again believer has a God-given purpose, a God-given calling and anointing on this earth to be doing all the way up until the time that Yeshua returns. And you know, I hear people talk and I I hear preachers preach and I I see around me many many Christians who When they hear this word about the king is coming, and they see the signs, they start to sit back and watch. And they have the attitude, "Ah, there's no sense in me doing this or that or starting something new. Yeshua is coming. The rapture is coming. That's not the attitude of this scripture. A faithful servant is found doing what he was given to do right up until the moment the master returns. So let's let's be about work. I believe it's daytime. I believe we've been through a night season, but I believe the sun is rising and Yeshua said this, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no man can work. When When it's day in the Spirit, it's time for us to work. When it's night in the Spirit, it's time for us to rest. And I believe the sun is rising over America, The sun is rising over us for a great awakening. It's time for us to be doing what Father's called us to do. And if you don't know what he's called you to do, ask the Spirit, ask for guidance, ask him to reveal that to you, ask him to confirm it to you, ask him to prepare you for the thing that he's called you to do. And it doesn't matter what age you are. Uh, It's never too late to get started in the call of Jehovah upon your life. And let me just speak to this. You know, pastors and evangelists, and missionaries, they're not the only ones who are called. Every human being is called to something that glorifies Yeshua, something that builds the kingdom on planet Earth. So it is my, I am determined that when Yeshua comes, when the King comes, He will find me doing what He's called me to do. Prayer walking, preaching, teaching, Interceding, bearing witness, being faithful. And here that ties along with Matthew 24 about the faithful servant. Here is Revelation 16 15. Again, Yeshua's words Behold, I am coming as a thief. Meaning, he's not coming to steal something, he's coming at a time that you're not expecting him. Uh, if you know the time a thief's going to break in, You'll be prepared and you'll keep him from breaking in. Yeshua is saying to him, I'm coming at a time you're not expecting me. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. He's saying here, we're blessed. We'll receive a reward. We'll have joy if we continue to watch and we continue to keep our garments. That meaning, keep our garments. Garments that cover our shame. Garments that cover our guilt. The garments given us by Yeshua. The garments washed in the blood of the Messiah. The garments that are the gift of God through faith in Yeshua. Keep our garments. Keep them on. Keep them from being defiled. And stay focused. And again, I'll just close with these words of Yeshua from Luke 21. When you see all of these things begin to happen, look up. Lift up your eyes, your redemption draws nigh. And I will add, and rejoice. Shalom.